The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too for the modern era. Griffin, don't stop. For God's sake, don't stop. I'm, But my back is so tired, I've been shoveling. I've been shoveling all morning and afternoon. But we're so close. Don't stop now, Griffin. Hold on. I think I've hit, I've hit the cedar coffin within which... This is going to sound like Justin's dead. He's not dead. No, to I let you guys know what's up, um, as a publicity stunt for the Max Fun Drive, uh, Justin, uh, on his request, uh, was buried alive um, for a week. Um to help raise awareness of the Max Fun Drive. And now uh, it's the groundbreaking. We're going to release him out back into uh, air. <sighs> Justin, welcome uh, back. Oh, my God. We did it. We did it. We did it, man. Max Fun Drive was a huge success. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. We did it. You oh, have no God. idea how many people donated I, and said it was just because of your brave your brave. A duplication of David Blaine's bravery. Did did you did um did a lot of people were a lot of people? Oh, hold on, I'm just trying to get my bearings. Were a lot of yeah, people yeah. um moved by it? Did, is that why they wanted to donate? Um, um, did you do you have like a contact list for the people that you told about being? Did you do you have like a, did you make a list of people that you told about being buried alive? No, no, you guys were were telling people, and I was. While I was buried alive, and that you were no, no, you were buried alive. Griffin was digging, and I made the lemonade, and then you were supposed Travis to. Travis did lemonade. He, look at the list here. This list says lemonade. Travis digging Griffin, and then you were buried. I, I, I was buried. You, That's though. like the biggest part of the job. I no, I know. made a lot of lemonade. I made like a week's worth of lemonade. What? Yeah, okay. and I was using a baby's sandcastle shovel. The last thing I said before they nailed the coffin is make mm-hmm. sure. To have that seems big, excessive, didn't it? Big, yeah, it was like, a little bit more. Were we afraid of him getting out? Yeah, Make sure to throw a big charity event and see if Little Richard we did that. can come. Because he really, you were supposed to get Little Richard. He was there, but we didn't tell anybody else. It was basically just me, Griffin, and Little Richard. Mm-hmm. It was he, really cool, though. He's a really he, cool guy. He donated. He loves the, the shows. He Stop did five dollars a month. Himself. He did five, which you know what? I think he could probably do a little bit more, but then again, maybe not. Yeah, not a lot of hits lately. Time's been tough. For, for those of you, rich, even though you didn't know, dick. the fact that the, you guys donated so much and and did not know I was locked underneath the earth is uh, extremely extremely moving to us, and it is it is it means the world. And I try to respond to everybody who donated uh, and and mention it on Twitter. If if you didn't, if I didn't respond, let me know, and I will. Per- personally thank you because you guys are amazing we crushed our goal and you really help us to keep the show going so thank you so 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 much you are you help ju- you help justin face his fear of claustrophobia no 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 when- no 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 we are not getting into revisionist history here with the stunt this is not a, a spirit journey for me i was this is not a sweat lodge okay you this was a boner on your guys part you boned it We've owned it. That lemonade was fucking great, though. Thank you. you did you say? Travis oh. puts a little cayenne pepper in there, so yeah, while you're just drinking, just a little bit of kick. Just That's a little bit of kick, <laughs> and while you're drinking it, you also cleansing. It's a master cleanse lemonade. Why would he drink? Hey, <laughs> let's get to some advice. Um, our first question comes to us from. Our friend, oh, there's no, it's not sourced here. Our friend Gmail, our friend platform, Gmail platform. I am Gmail platform. Uh, I'm a single male in my mid twenties. I have a problem whenever I go on a first date with a lovely lady. I consider myself fairly forward thinking, and I don't feel as though I should pay dinner, drinks, the movies, etc. Simply because I am a man. Oftentimes, the women I'm dating are equally as forward thinking and offer to split the bill. But sometimes that's not the case. How do I explain that I feel two adults, 
each gainfully employed should share expenses without sounding like I just want to be friends. Now, this isn't the funny answer, but this is the real answer. Okay. You're looking at this wrong. How is... You're how not they... paying for it because you are a man. You're paying for it because you invited them out. Yeah. You are paying it... You are treating them to dinner. It is not. It has nothing to do with a male-female relationship. It's the same as if you took a friend out for a birthday or if you took a visiting, you know, brother, sister, parent out to dinner. You're taking them out to dinner. That's why you're paying for it. Yeah, and if you invite somebody, if you're looking for, if the question is like, how do I get a read on the situation? I, I think the right move is to offer, but it, it's not necessarily mm -hmm. like, for me at least, dating isn't connotated on who pays. Like, when I go to dinner or lunch with a friend, we usually, each person will usually offer to pay. And then we'll yeah. kind of, I mean, because it's like a nice thing to do. I don't think there's necessarily a dating, not dating thing. I think you mm -hmm. offer, and if they say, well, let's split it, like, I think that that is completely, I think that that's your sign right there. I think you should always be willing to pay, but that doesn't mean you have to, you know, especially, especially on the first date, you know, be willing to, mm -hmm. and then say, like, you know, this one's on me, with the implication being that maybe the next time you guys go out, it'll be on her, or, you know, you'll split it the next time, or once it settles into a, a groove, and then you don't have to discuss it every time. You know, Teresa and I, at this point, we've been together two years, we split things and each pay for things all the time. But, you know, sure. in the beginning, I, I paid for things until that was kind of established, because it is still, in this day and age, a really hard conversation to have. To be like, um, so, you're paying, right? You know what really brings a new couple together on a first date, though? What's that? What? Uh, Dining and dashing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> commit a secret. Commit a secret little crime. If you think about it, sorry, restaurant workers, listeners of our podcast, dining and dashing really isn't a crime. It's not a crime. It's as long about as you as leave a tip. Is it? Yeah, sure. It, it's it's as minor a crime as you can commit. So, um, yeah, just do that, and you guys will have a fun story for your kids about how you both went to prison. That's how Bonnie and Clyde got started, though. And we all know how that ended. With an Oscar-winning movie yeah. and Whoa. glory, is that what you want? You want to be famous? Um, I I think you gotta. If you're really having a problem with this, you gotta get on OkCupid. Okay you gotta get on Match.com because the it is so codified there that it, the bill gets split. Like it's like a I I think it's in the terms of service of the website. It says <laughs> if you go on a date, you got you got to split it. Um, just make sure that nobody, you know, locks you in, in their car and cuts all your skin off and then turns it into a suit, a beautiful suit for them. Yeah, so make sure that doesn't happen. Make sure that that particular, because that'll happen and you'll say, oh, I wish I would have paid. Oh. <laughs> I wish I would have listened to Griffin. I still have my skin. Uh, so, so I protect, look like Inside Out Boy. Protect the skin you're in. Don't. Just don't use OkCupid. Okay use Match. OkCupid's okay a free service, and it's it's horrifying. It attracts a certain element as a free service. Mm -hmm. if a you certain, know. I would say, unmoneyed element. <laughs> the last thing you want is an unmoneyed element in your dating pool. You want to keep mm -hmm. it green. Or in your car, or just your immediate presence, because they have two to four knives on them. <laughs> My friend keeps calling me her wife. I am in college with two roomies who I am good friends with. What started out as an inside joke between us has spiraled right out of the comfort zone. My one friend will refer to herself as my husband and call me wife or honey in public. Whoa. She jokes about us sleeping together to others' friends and gives what? us awkward hugs around my waist. Is there any gentle way to tell my friend she's creeping me out? And that I want a divorce. Is this, and that's from Miserable Misses. Oh my I god. I need to like take a step back here and just piece this together. Uh There's a, is the is the is the emailer a guy? No, the email no, is a lady. girl. Or a woman. Okay. She's of the female gender. She's of the female gender. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So 
Man, it's that's not a that, toughie. It's is it? It's not. It's you not. You just say, hey, just you know, you're you're a, a great friend, but you're you make me you're making me feel uncomfortable with this because I, you know, I don't I don't feel that way about you. And oh man, this is a this is yeah, a right. Here's the tricky part about it because if she goes to her friend and is like, hey, back off this, her friend will say, what? Can't you take? I was just kidding. Like, what's yeah. Is it's a joke we've been playing. What's the matter? Jeez. Is it this? Her friend is definitely, definitely a secret lesbian. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know what you're saying. Not necessarily. For it like could three also, decades. It could also be like a, a, what's the single white female? Is that the roommate thing? Really? No, it's the roommate. No, I'm sorry. It's swim fan. Swim fan. <laughs> no, she I'm sorry. It's, I know what you did last summer. It might be. She might be swim fanning her last summer. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You're saying that she loves her friends so, so, so much that she will kill her in a, a public pool. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, a, a lesbian thing. It could just be, like, she's obsessed with her friend a little bit. Come okay. come to my brother my brother, and me. Ask us to fix your problems, and we will create much worse problems that you did not even know existed. <laughs> yeah. Listen, We're, all I'm saying is your friend's going to kill you. In a pool, a public pool. In Count a public pool. Could be way worse. Well, it couldn't be way worse. It could be in a public jacuzzi, which are gross. This has nothing to do with, like, if your friend is making you feel uncomfortable, like, sexuality doesn't have to enter into it. You just tell them, hey, I wish you wouldn't do this, like, in public. It makes me feel uncomfortable. You really don't have to approach, you know, a a larger question. Just say, hey, you know, I, I wish you wouldn't do that. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. And then... Especially start... Start with the jokes about, like, you guys sleeping together and stuff like that. And just say, like, hey, that's one step too far. And then mm-hmm. you can scale back from there instead of trying to tackle the problem all at once. Mm-hmm. Right? So then start the conversation. So you like, backpedal into it. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's, instead of just, like, bursting into a room, like, cut out the joke, sister. Listen, or sister. I'm outie. We want to be, I want to be your sister now. Pretend we're sisters. <laughs> we're sister wives. And if that right. doesn't if that doesn't work, you just look that's at that's not what sister. You realize you, that that's not what sister wives are about, right? It's about it's about two sisters that are married to each other. That's not <laughs> no. Why I think can't. that's it. It's about Tia and Tamara Maori, and they're married to each other. And also that smart Ooh. guy is there. Now Tia and What's Tamara Maori are married to the music. That that it's is sister been... sister wives. <laughs> What's but what is Taj Maori's relationship? He's the Do guy you? that married them to each other against their will. <laughs> What are you Travis, that's about? this is horrifying. And then he sewed them to each other. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, humans in a beat three. Good work, smart guy. Uh <laughs> yeah, you could <laughs> poor, poor smart guy. He doesn't get the credit he deserves because his show wasn't very good. But so I guess maybe he gets exactly. Griffin, help us you out. You want Yahoo? Uh, this one was sent in by Golly A. Ali. Thanks, Golly. By Yahoo Answers user David Barnhouse, who asks, How to convince family to become nudist? How can I convince my family to become nudist and I am 14? <laughs> oh, God. Now, you want to talk about awkward conversations. <laughs> hey. Well, it starts with one sentence Is it hot in here? Yeah. Hey, I, I found a cool way for us to keep our uh, our air conditioning bill down. Get your dick out. <laughs> Get your dick out, Dad and little bro. Hey, little bro. Hey, Teach. Why are you here, Teach? You heard. <laughs> teach heard it was going to get nasty over here. Get out of here, Teach. Crazy dog. Is there anything we can do for this person? <laughs> it, it's so sad, but 14 years old, it might be too late. Uh, maybe if you, oh, did you suggest cranking up the thermostat? Did yeah. Did you suggest that? Um. I, I don't think this is, I don't think trickery is going to play into it. So, truth or dare? No. Oh, Christ. What? Bur- can you, can you burn all the clothes in the house? <laughs> they come home. You, they come home, there is a mountain of clothes in the backyard, and you are standing in front of it, naked and screaming. It looks like a scene out of Lord of the Flies, and it's amazing. And they're so inspired by your example. And then you 
you go to them and say, I'm so cold, please give me your clothes, I'm a child. Uh-huh. And then they give you their clothes, and you say, psych, and you throw them in the fire, too. And you, you flick your lit cigarette onto the gasoline-soaked clothes. Yeah. Just... Now I, I, just free, I just freed you. We just had a near-life experience. Call I'm me four- Tyler Durden. Let's do this. Oh, call me Tyler Durden. I'm 14. <laughs> I'm 14 year old Tyler Durden. I can't do Listen, a Fight Club. I'm too little. I, I'm, I'm not allowed arms. to watch Fight Club even. <laughs> I, I let's find it on TNT. <laughs> Get that edited version. Um, how supportive is your family? Because that's really the, that's what's. If you go to your family and you say, "Listen, mom, dad, little brother, little sis, and grandpa," because let's get nasty. Um, <laughs> I am, I am deathly afraid of clothes. I'm I'm just super scared of clothes. I don't like them. I don't like seeing them. I think that they're, you know, when I wear them, it's just like trapping my soul inside my body. When I want to just astral project it into the stars and become the most beautiful thing ever. Can can do you can you go with me? Can you support me on this on this vision quest? Or just take all your clothes off and then your parents come home and you're like check it this is me and you're now. like who's coming with me you can hop on you can either get on the train or get hit by the train but either way i'm naked now this, this is, is who our I am. this is our reality this is our this is existence. who i am i wish you i wish you were it too do you know who the first nudists were who's that travis adam and eve griffin that's beautiful adam and eve there weren't no clothes in the garden until mm-hmm. that snake came along and ruined it all that's true all right. right. What if he, if all, let's if return all that, to innocence, return in style. <laughs> all else fails, you take Mori. Mom and Dad, I want to be naked. Live this dream with me. Also, yeah. are you my real mom? Let's take a DNA test <laughs> to find out. Also, I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop being afraid of bats. Please help me, Mori. This is tied to my nudity. <laughs> I saw an episode of Maury recently where Maury likes to cure people of their fears by something Maury believes in called immersion therapy. Where he, uh, it's like, I know you're afraid of Band-Aids. It's like, we're covering you with Band-Aids. Wake up. <laughs> You've been covered with Band-Aids this whole time. There was a lady who was afraid, of her big fear, tigers. And Maury brought a tiger. That's a perfectly reasonable that's, fear. That's, Can that's we all absolute. keep our fear of tigers? Can we not not be afraid of tigers? Like that seems like a super super good one. Now, <laughs> Deborah, just keep in mind that the tiger is just as afraid of you as you are. Of it. Oh no. no, no, it wasn't. Sorry, you're dead. I, I, but and they're acting like it's a problem because like I can't even look at frosted flakes. Don't get frosted flakes. Then <laughs> don't go to frosted flakes. D- don't don't eat frosted get flakes. Get the off bland like you know yeah. toasted flakes. Get and and don't go to Exxon and like I think that's pretty much it, right? Uh huh. <laughs> don't my, go to any Bengals games. My day to day exposure to tigers is actually pretty low. Now I don't have to see a tiger if I don't want to. I, you know what? Thinking about that, mine might be a little bit too low. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm getting enough vitamin T. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to see more tigers every day. You should just start wearing like tiger print pants. You know what? That would be good. And then go visit this woman. <laughs> Look at my pants. Go, ah, ah, girl, I'm I think, nightmares. <laughs> I think you just gotta, you just gotta get naked. And then, if your family really loves you, they'll get naked too, without saying a word, without no discussion, and no looking. No, no one can look God. at anyone else. Please don't. The no. weirdest Thanksgiving dinner ever. Hey, Dylan, here's your here's your advice from your old buddies, my brother, my brother, and me. How about you just keep your clothes on? You're 14 years old. You don't get to do anything you want to. Why is this the one? Yeah, we're not gonna let you drive, but we'll let you start an incest cult in your family and upset the delicate balance your parents have worked so hard to to create. I'm sorry, you're 14. You don't get to do anything, and this is no exception. It makes me so mad. These kids. These kids today. With kids their, and their nudism. With their Inya and their pictures of tigers. I is this an s- epidemic that I don't... Are, are kids really like... Did this happen on Glee? And now kids are like, I want to... <laughs> they already had... They already had... So They had so many gay kids. They had to have a kid who like... Pushed it even farther, pushed the envelope, and that's the nudist mm-hmm. kid. It's like, Sue Sylvester, accept me for who I am. 
Please let me join the Cheerios. <laughs> I don't have any clothes on ever. I'm a nightmare for the censors. They, I'm, it's hard to uh, get me in scenes. And then, they, and then at the end, everybody's like, "We're so sorry we judged you." And they say, sing a hip hop version of uh, of uh, the streak. And and it. Oh, <laughs> it's oh God, Ray Stevens deep cuts. And Ray Stevens is like there, but like he's it's not him. It turns out just the kid in the wheelchair with a fake beard. <laughs> he's like, Ethel, don't look Ethel. And then uh, they sing it with him. It's mashed up though. It's uh, mashed up with uh, Madonna's new track. So it's and that episode uh, won an Emmy. It's an Emmy winning episode. Also starring Uma Thurman is on that one. Mm. Can we? Let's move on. <laughs> Do we have to? We need to. Story, by the way, TM, story by credit, Justin Travis McAvoy. <laughs> Pilot script, we're pitching it. Universal, Come NBC back. Universal, please reach out to us. Fox, Fox Come Universal at. Entertainment, please reach out to us. Come at me. Come at me with your briefcase. Full of money. Hey, I always carry cash. My boyfriend never does. If a place is cash only, I pay, which is fine cashiers always hand him the change and he doesn't give it back to me when i ask for my change he pokes fun at me for being cheap probably because he comes from a wealthy family and makes more money than i do sometimes he'll pay for something with my change and act like he's treating me also cash lent never returned how do i gently convince my boyfriend that money matters that's from broken broken hearted okay first off why are you letting your boyfriend hand money to cashier all the women, independent, throw your cash right at him. You can pay for yourself. It's 2012. No, 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 no. You're, you're misunderstanding. She gives the cashier. These cashiers are some pricks. Okay. Because she'll give them money. And then the cashiers, when they come back to the table or something, they give it to the guy. Oh. What? So just as if to say, sorry, sir, you accidentally let your woman have some money. I can't tell you. How many times this happens on a day-to-day basis when I go to a restaurant and my girlfriend orders a stiff IPA and I order, you know, like a... Shirley Temple. Something. Like some sort of mild Pinot Grige. Yeah, and then they flip them. And I say, I don't like, I don't like what you've done here, sir. I detract 2% from the tip right there. I have a whole conversion rate for... for Social and sexual faux pas, and and how I detract from tips. Um, this is some horse shit, and you shouldn't go to that restaurant anymore. How much? I, how much do you detract for taking the dish of butter and jamming it into a customer's face? I get bonus for that because that's my fetish. <laughs> that's how you do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm a butter side upper. Is what we? That's what we're called on the forums. Butter side uppers. Mm-hmm. How much do you, is it better or worse when after they jam it in your face, they say, sloppy boy. Way better. Is that way better? <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the only way Griffin can finish. It's yep. good. Yeah. Oh, I wish you wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, but I did. <laughs> sloppy boy. Say that all you want. <laughs> Just don't talk about. Like, I, but if I say it too much, then it might, it might, it might, you may have to excuse yourself. Yeah, pardon. Because apparently butter's your thing. Mm-hmm. How many places in this world are cash only these days? I mean, it's get it's That's getting less, but they're still there, right? And well, popcorn. I guess the the easy answer then is stop carrying cash. I bought some uh, some Girl Scout cookies outside of the Walgreens, and I realized I didn't have any cash on me. And their uh, their troop leader had one of those square things, like an iPhone credit card reader. And I was like, God damn it, 2012! I love you so much. You got me. You, you got, got, got me. Now I can buy so many more cookies. Yeah, that's a little that's a little bit much, actually. Uh, I'm not sure that you need that kind of like direct access. Is there is there a correlation between that and the fact that you're counting your cake cows now? Is there? A- uh, I things got a little hedonistic. Let's just say <laughs> February was a rough, rough month for the diabetes that I almost got. Um, come to hedonism and cookies three. Can, it, there can, are no rules. Can we get back to the issue at hand, which is that your boyfriend sounds kind of like an asshole? Hey, well, the thing may not be the the money; it may just be that he's an asshole. It's just a it's a that's a shitty thing. Get okay. First off, it sucks that a cashier would come back and give your money to him just because he thinks that the guy paid, right? Yeah. 
you obviously handed this cashier the money. How fucking short is his memory? He's They's like, a like fucking which goldfish. one? So that sucks. What double sucks is that he takes the money instead of saying, "Oh, this is awkward. This is yours." That sucks. What also sucks is him using your money to buy you things and say, "Don't worry about it. You're welcome. I, I love you. It's That's for good. you." There are you like know, there are a bunch of things there for people who like. For those of us who have gone around our lives judging people all the time, um, this judgment is is a yeah, man. It seems pretty clear cut. I am the, the sense there. that bothers me is when you ask for your change back, like like hey, that change is mine. He calls you cheap because he's rich. <laughs> like, like that that's sounds like that's what the that's what like the bad boyfriend does before. Like John that Cusack. sounds something like a robber baron does. Like, yeah. excuse me, sir, can I can I please have my money? <laughs> oh, you poor person and your change. <laughs> it's adorable. Maybe it, you can. <laughs> he's eventually just gonna start throwing it at her feet. Mm-hmm. Fine, pick it up, pick it up. If you don't want to leave this creep, you gotta and just tell is. him like, hey, yeah. You come from a wealthy family, but I earn this money with the fucking sweat off my back, so stop robbing me. And if you could do me a favor and stop fucking burglaring <laughs> me every time we go to Applebee's, that would be fucking great. And stop making fun of me for going to Applebee's. It's all I can afford, <laughs> asshole. Jerk. Uh, you, Yeah, if you say that to him once, he's going to feel very bad about it. If he does mm-hmm. not feel very bad about it, the door is right behind you, sister. It's mm-hmm. time to pick up steaks. And roll on out of there, cause I tell you what, he sounds whack. He doesn't. You know what else? Good, he doesn't sound good enough for you. That's for sure. Well, I'm gonna Sherlock this shit. You ready? You ready for the Cumberbatch? Yeah. Your boyfriend never. Your boyfriend never carries cash, huh? But he says he's from a wealthy family. I ain't buying it. I oh, think. Oh shit! Oh shit! Your boyfriend is broke like a bad joke. Are and you he is, saying he, what I think you're saying? And he that is. is Tower heisting you every single oh, time you go to dinner. You're being grifted. You're dating Alan Alda. You are. T- oh good. Oh good. Hold a on. Ta- a tower heist joke for everyone to enjoy. Travis, you know about the transitive property, right? If you make a joke about something that's not even remotely funny, uh-huh. then it's not funny in in exchange. Oh. Uh. For, so, um, but you brought up Tower Heist and you opened the door like you're a poor getting, man in the movie Tower Heist. You are getting play, named Lester taken to the bank, and he is driving the car. And you are hold on, you <laughs> you're you a bank an teller, ATM and he's putting a card in your slot. He's putting a card in there, and he Ugh. but he's taking it's your card, and he's taking your money, and then he's spending it on rollerblades or something. It sounds like a boyfriend Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a Ponzi scheme is. Your boyfriend's name Ponzi. (laughs) He's a cool guy, but his name's Ponzi. I everything about this just reeks to high heaven of grifting. Yeah, it feels like a long con. It feels like a grift. You need to protect protect yourself, protect your assets. Speaking of (laughs) speaking of protecting your assets, uh, we we would like to protect ours right now. Make a little money. In the section of the show we like to call the money zone. Uh, oh, hey, Trev. Hey, what's the matter, Justin? Ah, uh, it's, it's not a big deal. I don't think you'd understand. Oh no, come on. Let's wrap. Well. I've been going store to store. Uh huh. I've been looking at all my normal, uh, my my normal places that that I I normally head to, and I, for the life of me, cannot find uh, a leather sleep sack that uh, properly restrains me for my uh, erotic play. Well, you're in luck, Justin. So, what do you wait? What do you mean? Well, this week on my brother, my brother and me, there is a synergy of energies coming together. Okay. The peanut butter and jelly of podcast and sponsor this week. It's my brother, my brother, and me, and ExtremeRestraints.com. The crossover you knew had to happen is finally here. What do you want? Do you want Japanese silk bondage rope, 10 feet of it? Oh, we can get you that. It's just $11. 
you want a door jam bondage accessory? For maybe spice things up in the boudoir? I think uh, it, it's good to know that some of the things on extreme restraints may seem unusual to you at first, the first time you head there, but it's none of it is going to unnerve you as much as the way I say boudoir. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm reset. I'm recalibrating now that now that you've heard me say boudoir, you can go to this website and just look look around, poke around. You don't know. And you know what's awesome? Right there on the on the first page, there's a little selector where you can pick what area of your body you would like to pleasure. Ooh, really? Mm -hmm. That's like it's sort of like a, a so you just figure out where where the sensitivity is there for you. you want nipple toys? You want nipple clamps that aren't toys. Those are for grown-ups. These are all for grown-ups. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have anything for um for my for my weenus? Oh, your wiener, huh? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You misunderstood my weenus. The skin on your elbow. <laughs> they, uh, they sure we can get you an arm binder right on the crook of your elbow. We can get you a uh, strict leather bicep binders. Those are those are a steal at just forty five dollars. Uh, or leather restraints, like whatever you need. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they've got you taken care of. And now, as far as your wiener, they actually do not uh, have anything that uh, interacts with the genitals at all. That's the only what? problem. Hold on. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. That seems like a huge market that they are not tapping into. I know. It's weird, right? They're supposed to be adult toys, but no, wait a minute. I was on the wrong page. <laughs> they have literally everything you could ever imagine. Masturbation toys. Other things, like <laughs> like everything. I don't even know. I y you need to get here and just get. It's 2012. You can get all the stuff on the internet and just check it out. I don't yeah, know. And it, it goes like the full like spectrum. Everything you could think. It is the, the full other. spectrum. If you want something tame, if you want handcuffs, you want that's vanilla. Cool. If you want something you. less tame, if you want a a cage that you can put your penis in because it did something illegal and now has to go to genital jail. That's cool too. Anything is cool. It's all this is extremerestraints.com catchphrase. It's all cool. Is that their is that their catchphrase? Now yeah. that does not apply to their um to their burning mat that you put on your chest to burn your chest skin off. No, that's not cool. That's, that's not, hot. That's, that's not cool. Very that's very warm. hot. That that is actually not a real thing. But uh yeah, I mean they've got the the, the all the regular stuff, you know, they the, the vanilla stuff, you know, you want some shackles. You want blindfolds? They've got they've got all that stuff. And oh, and say more. my favorite phrase that I found as I was browsing their site. And let's say, let's say you want some lube, but uh, but there's not enough at the store. You, you can get some lube in bulk, gallons and gallons of lube. Bulk lube. They, nobody, no, the 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 snippy lady at Kroger isn't gonna raise her eye at, brow at you for buying this lube. You're getting this at home. So get something, you know. Get something a little re more regular, something a little more vanilla, and then maybe throw a throw throw something a little crazy in there. See what this see what the hubbub's about. You've earned it. And here's the exciting part: uh, from the point of this commercial, for the next year, if you enter the coupon code Middleist, you get ten percent off. And for the next week, from today on for a week. If you enter it, we're going to double that and you get 20% off your order. You are going to need to build a new room onto your house to hold all the dildos that you are going to buy. <laughs> dildos, magic wands, throat gags. Hold everything. on, magic wands? Not not that kind of magic wand. Wingardium wands. Leviosa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now my penis is flying. Away from me. No. Come back. Guys, God damn if it. you use the coupon code MIDDLESS, to buy a vibrating cock ring, please don't tell us about it, but know that I feel it and I sense it somewhere in the universe. What? And it has made me so happy. This is probably the best thing we've ever done with this entire program. Go to extremerestraints.com and uh, visit our buddy James and all the cool people over there and uh, get yourself something fun. What a, it, I'm sure it comes in discreet, discreet packaging. It's not gonna. You're not gonna have a box sitting on your doorstep that says "bulk anal lube inside." Open with <laughs> unless chair. you want that. You can probably like special request like draw a dinosaur on box with a speech bubble saying "bulk anal lube." That is mm. the only way I can. That is my particular fetish. Uh, so so go for extremerestraints.com. Spelled just the way it sounds. Extremerestraints.com. I'm gonna now to write a song about this. Griffin's being modest, of course. He wrote an entire album about Here this. Here we go. <laughs>
<laughs> Put your dick in this cage. I'm just gonna no. do a remix of Stack no. Soap. Don't don't steal Stack Soap's song. God damn it. Everybody's got some needs And everybody's got some wants Extreme Restraints Catalog of Sexual Products Will fulfill both of those things for you So visit ExtremeRestraints.com And get an electroshock paddle that goes on your balls Is that a real thing? It should be I'm going to request that you put a real product in there. Go to ExtremeRestraints.com and buy a ghost that you can fuck every night. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a thing. We need a site called Go to (laughs) ExtremeRestraints.com and buy a sexual fish tank. You're you're doing an ad for ex- extremer. Go to extremerstraints.com and learn about all the good chicken pot pie recipes <laughs> on the forum. On the forum. On the forums. Holy inaccurate. Everything you're saying right now is a bastardization of this product message. But <laughs> do go to extremerstraints.com. And, uh, there that you will find everything that you want. And some things you didn't know you want, and some things you might be surprised to find out that you do indeed want. Uh, uh, how about a How about a Yahoo? Yeah. Uh, this Yahoo answer is sent in by Mark Toretsky. Thank you, Mark. It's by Yahoo Answers user Haley Grace, who asks, "My mom has changed my name four times legally since I've been born." What? Hello, I'm. Hi- uh, hello, I'm Haley Grace, and I am 15 years old, and my mom has legally changed my name four times since I've been born. When I was born, I was called Victoria Rose. Then when I was six months old, she legally changed it to Dracy May. Oh, no. Then when I was six, she changed it again to Rhiannon, and then she changed it again when I was 11 years old to Haley Grace. Frowny face. I have moved school five times and have moved house four times. My mom says, don't ever say your name out in public. We never open our curtains in the house, wait, and I never wait, have friends wait. over to stay. I don't have any other family than my mom. Why does she keep changing my name? Is there a reason? Wait. This took a sharp left turn. Yeah. Yeah, wait. A- hold on just one. So this isn't like crazy mom can't settle on a name. This is like they informed on the mafia. Or, or like, or possibly th- that your mom fucking snatched you from a hospital when you were a baby <laughs> and now has to... See, I was also going to go towards they blew up like an animal testing research center in the 60s and Mm-mm. she's on the run. No, no. I'm saying it's definite, definite baby kidnapping, keeping her head on a swivel. Could it be both? Just a really risky mom who both blew up an animal testing facility and stole a baby? It sounds like a really cr- cool mom. <laughs> hey, cool Maybe mom got her at the baby there. testing facility. Maybe they were doing... They blew oh, up a baby testing facility, but they saved one baby. They, well, you... Travis, you saved the babies. Have you ever never watched TV? You get the animals out, and then you blow up the building. Don't call babies animals. I'm saying in a normal thing, not like... No, babies are animals, though, if you think about it. At least dogs mm-hmm. can do tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, babies just remind you of your failed promise. That's not a trick. Can a person... <laughs> can, can a mom... Changed a kid their kid's name at will? No, legally they have to. I mean, I imagine there's some paperwork. He, I imagine court costs have to come into it too. But you I know would, what? I bet in this day and age you can do it online. You think? A few clicks? Uh, oh, I'm sure you can. Go to Amazon. I tried to mm-hmm. actually. I tried to um, change my uh, AOL Instant Messenger name. I accidentally changed my real name to uh, Blunt Lover. <laughs> Blunt Lover eighty seven. So that's my legal name now. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're seen on Facebook when someone puts like a really funny like middle name in, mm-hmm. that's legal. Uh, I wouldn't say funny. How <laughs> how shitty would it be to have a new name every time? Like, oh, I'm in middle school now. Time to celebrate. Now I'm now I'm called Beyonce. Fantastic. Thanks, I mom. I would love I would love to be able to reinvent reinvent myself like that all the time. You you you'd be like Prince. You know, people would never know where you're going. Mm-hmm. 
You know what would be great? Instead of changing your name, you just add a name to your name. Mm. So, like, mm. every time you move, you just add another one to the beginning. So, you... I'm Victoria Rose Tracy May Rihanna and Haley Grace. Hi. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are you left. <laughs> okay. Could you be the kid formerly known as Haley? <gasps> just Ooh. go with that, an unpronounceable mm-hmm. symbol that your mom can't now, take from you. You're, now you're just an umlaut over no letter. That's your name <laughs> well, now. Why is this mom changing the name? Why won't she... this mom let her say her daughter's name out in public? Because if she says her name out in public, the goblins can take her, Griffin. That's I... what it is. This is a Rumpelstiltskin situation. Right. She promised her firstborn to uh, uh, some sort of diminutive but vengeful spirit. And now if the child's name is ever said aloud or not changed to a different Hannah Montana character every few years, then he'll come and he'll come and find her and take her away on his big spoon. And, you know, I see that happening more and more. Giant, it's a giant spoon. It's a it's... giant spoon. He rides around on a ladle. Yeah. Oh, that reminds Hold on. I got to write this. I need to get a big spoon from Extreme Restraints. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah. Can I tell you something, Griffin? Don't yep. go with the fiberglass. You think the splinters aren't going to be a problem? They but definitely, they definitely are. Definitely yeah. are. Gots to go with steel. Gotta go steel. Well, careful with that. It gets cold. Mm, that's yeah. I, that, if it doesn't get cold, what's the point? Fair enough. So uh, you have been kidnapped. Let's talk <laughs> about. Let's talk so about, you've been kidnapped. So you've been kidnapped. Let's talk about action plans here for a kidnapped <laughs> person. One, do you like your new mom? Do you like new mommy? She may be nicer than old mommy. You don't know that. She actually kind of sounds like Angelica Houston in every movie where Angelica Houston plays an irresponsible mom. A wildly irresponsible mom. How many movies is that? How many movies is that? Did you confuse her with somebody? No, no, no. Several. Several movies. Name one. And do not count Adam's family values. It is. I do not count it. How about fucking Darjeeling Limited? And how about, uh, (laughs) what was that one movie where, oh, God. There's another movie where she was a mom and she was horrible to her child. Hunger Games. <laughs> I don't think that was it. I'm not sure that's what you're thinking of. X-Men 3. Fuck. What was that uh, movie? God damn it. Is your mom Angelica Houston? Oh, that might make sense. She might just be eccentric. Yeah. Have you know a- how those movie stars are. Yeah, met movie stars. One day your kid's name Apple the App. The next day he's named Henny Youngman. Famous people for you. Choke. If anybody, it was if, choke. Everybody, it was choke. It was choke. You're right. I was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We did not plan this. This is a question from a listener. Oh my god. I was thinking I would legally change my full name after college. I've all but decided my new first name to be Bishop but I can't think of a last or middle name that sounds good with it. Do you think I should go through with this? If so, what should my new name be? That's from Mysterious in Michigan. Are are we serious with this? Is this... This is Haley Grace's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend keeps changing her name. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I want to change mine to be an X-Man. What? Um... Bishop. Bishop. Can I call you Bishop? Can should I call? We goof, should we goof on names to call him before I tell him not to do it? And that it's a yeah, bad yeah. Idea? Let's get a, let's get a solid. Okay. I'll say two and a half minutes of goofing on the name, and then we'll then we'll get to the the meat. You can stick with a chess theme and go like Bishop Rookpawn. Yeah. Uh, that's could a you, bad name. Could you oh. say Archdiocese as a name? <laughs> Cardinal. Ooh, Cardinal's actually not bad. Bishop Cardinal? No, no, no. Cur- that That's not the, so good. Major, major? <laughs> Bishop Laser Killer. No. Why would he kill lasers? No, he uses lasers to kill people. That's... Bishop Dino Pal. Mm. He's friend of the dinosaurs. Okay. Bishop Exploder. Stop it. What's wrong with that? Bishop the Thundarian. Is Ooh. that good? Bishop of Mars. I can't go any further. Don't fucking do this. Don't do this thing. I don't care what your old name is. It's your name. If you... Oh, wow. You have been saving up. A, 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 we're big on social currency on this show. And when you change your name to to Bishop Rocketship or something even more ironic than that, 
um, you're going to lose it all. You're going to bankrupt yourself of all that currency, and you're starting from scratch. And let me tell you, you are, I don't know how old you are. You're about to graduate college. You are too old to start from scratch again. You can't. And I, I also feel that changing, it's a lot like quantum physics. Hear me out. In, in observing the experiment, you're going to change the outcome. Mm. So mm. in consciously choosing your name, it's going to be douchey no matter what. I like. If I, I don't think no matter what you choose, like because you chose it, it because it's a conscious effort, it's not going to work. When I hear somebody say the name Griffin out loud, I think that it's kind of a douchey name. But I didn't give it to myself. So I, exactly. have, an, I have an out there. I can just say, my parents gave it to me, so it's legit. But when I hear other people call themselves Griffin, I can't help but think that they are just calling themselves that as a nickname because it sounded cool that one time that they heard it on a comedy podcast or maybe Back to the Future Part 2. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that, thank you for summing up exactly what I was getting at, Griffin. Yeah. Concision. That's the name <laughs> of the game. Bishop Concision. Bishop Concision. That's the name of the person. <laughs> don't don't change your don't change your fucking name because there's no name you can give yourself that people. This is like how you can't give yourself a nickname, but mm-hmm. to a legal, like to the billionth degree, you can't mm-hmm. you cannot do this. Can't. Maybe instead of changing your name, you should change your outlook on life. Oh wow. Whoa, we just opened up the secret well, in here. I, I look at this a lot the same way of people saying, like, I want to, like, get a radical hairstyle change or I want to get, like, a giant tattoo on my face. Like, all that stuff is fine. But before you do it, really sit down and think about what's the real reason I want to do this. And I'd be willing to bet it's not because you don't like your name. Hmm. What if, can we, hold on, devil's advocate. What if his name right now is, like, Coney Diarrhea? <laughs> Dude, we didn't is... consider the fact that his name right now might be Coney Diarrhea. So his name is Rock Jabroni. Like, yeah. What if, what if? What if it's a real, real shit show in there? In that name. What if his name is Dennis Shit Show? <laughs> I'm Dennis Shit Show, Attorney of Law. I'm Dennis Shit Show, Third Grade Teacher. I'm Dennis Shit Show, Plumber. Get it? Late, late late night comedy host. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. A shit show. Your father and you will obey me as long as <laughs> you, you live under my me. roof. You are a shit show, Daniel, and you will act like it. Um, I think you just gotta. I think just you gotta just let gotta it gotta ride. It. You gotta dance with the one who brung you. You know, and by mm-hmm. the one, I mean your fucking legal, God-given Christian name. Unless, unless four different names brung you, because your mom's a kook. Yeah. Yep. And then in that case, I guess how it go hog wild. She raised you to change her name, so you—that's you. That's your identity. Mm-hmm. But um, I wouldn't. I I I don't think it's a good. I mean, I think Griffin's right that like the name is not. I mean, I think every, maybe this is like body modification or something. You know, you want to take ownership, but like, I don't know. It just seems like cheating. I guess in mm-hmm. a way. Like I I think we all wish we had names that were really really cool. Um, but but. You know, most of us don't because we're not secret agents or whatever. Yeah. Got kind of bummery in here. Yeah. How about well, a Yahoo answer? Yeah, let's okay. clear out. Let's open up the windows and try to sweep some of this bummer out. Don't change your name though. Like, be don't proud of your, your name. name. Change your change your situation. Make yeah. people envious of of Craig shit show. This Yahoo answer was sent in by Lisa Holofield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user Nathan who asks, "Can I pack a toilet plunger in my airplane luggage?" The question is as simple as it says above. I'm going... (laughs) Oh, no, it is not. I am going on a trip next week, and I am flying to my destination. Usually how it works. I like taking a toilet plunger when I drive, so I don't have to call the hotel desk if a uh, quote-unquote bathroom issue arises. (laughs) I know it sounds silly, but I truly want to know if I can pack a toilet... I think they mean a plunger. (laughs) If I can pack a toilet in my luggage. broken. I'm putting in my own toilet. <laughs> or if I can carry it on board the plane in a bag, of course. I really appreciate this. The problem with packing a toilet is that the caulk that you'll need to seal it is probably going to be over three ounces. So they're sure. going to make you throw that away. And it's so hard to find travel-size caulk. You know what? 
we 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 like to have a good time here on my brother, my brother, and me, and poke fun at the Yahoo Answers guys. I like this gentleman. You like him? You think he's like I, industrious? I think I think he's revolutionary, Justin. Go on. Have you never been in that situation? You've been at a friend's house, you've been in a hotel, and you've clogged it, and you've had just like that horrifying moment of like, well, I have two options. I can either run away and never look back, or I have to call, you know, the front desk or tell my friend like, hey, wow. I'm really bad at bathroom and I broke it. It's a weird sort of like <laughs> you realize you realize that. <laughs> Clogging a toilet is not indicative of a, a, a deficit of bathroom skill, right? It seems pretty bad to me. Like, you've been training for, what, for me, 26 years? And, like, when I clog a toilet, it's like, hey, you if, failed. Griffin, if there aren't, um, if there aren't, you know, deficits of bathroom skill, it's not a skill, why do we have training potties? Exactly. You gotta learn how to hold them, know when to fold them, you know? I mean your toilet paper. You, I. This is guy. I'm kind of. It, I'm kind of with you, Trav. Now after thinking about this guy, because it's like, it seems like a crazy thing, and maybe it is. But flip side, if it pays off, mm-hmm. if he avoids a situation, he is suddenly the smartest guy in the room. That's what I'm saying. He. He. I mean, it. It's a real high bet, but it. But again, when it pays out. When that, when the, you know, comes up all cherries, it it will make it seem like, well, why wouldn't you have a pledger with you? I, I can, I can you just would. write in my head, like, the epic situation of, like, every, as he goes through, like, the baggage claim and stuff, and they're checking his carry-on, they're like, oh, is this a plunger, bro? There's nothing illegal about it, but weird, what a weirdo, right? But then, then something occurs on the plane or the plane has to make an emergency Stop. landing on an island Stop it. and they're like there's no toilets on an plunger, island travis you just only sound no they need the plunger to like climb up a mountain or something they why would like that what cups. the fuck are you talking about they you know, use it like suction cups and they suction cup to the side of the tree or something is, this isn't this isn't an episode of duck man and it stars and it stars morgan morgan freeman's there and he's like why is morgan freeman there there's no toilets on the island he had the plunger griffin he's a pilot travis his his friend john travolta would probably fly him anywhere he wants to go for free well maybe john travolta's writing this question and john travolta wants to carry a plunger stupid asshole no you're not you you're not thinking three-dimensionally griffin you're thinking very small you're thinking inside the box i'm thinking outside the box there's no box. There's no toilets I'm on islands. I'm all eight cylinders, and you're you're talking about like a tiny tiny life. And you're saying there's useful. so many practical applications for a plunger that I can't even begin to understand. I'm just saying there's more than ch- you think there are. Like you have a very small plunger concept, and I'm you're saying, saying you crash on the island. World. You stand in the waves and and let your feet sink into the sand, and then you use you the plunger. You raise the plunger above your head. You you spear a fish, and then you suck you, you spear suck a fish into with it. The plunger. Okay, guys, stop. I'm I'm putting a stop to this. There's only one way to settle this, okay, and that is with a, a plunger usefulness face-off. Here are the rules. Okay, you you guys are going to take turns. Each one of you is going has to describe a legitimate use okay. for a plunger that might actually arise in travel, and and this the, and through this method we will decide the winner of this particular debate. Okay, Griffin, I'm going to start with you. Okay, you poop in a toilet and you do a bad job, and you have to un- undo your mistake. Okay, Travis, uh, you need it to take down a bat, so you swat at a bat with it. Okay, you have to here. You get attacked by a, a dog, and you have to use it to, to fight off the dog. If, if if that's a thing, if that's a concern, no points for creativity, but the judges accept. Travis, go on. We could just Someone go. Else has a plunger and challenges you to a plunger duel at dawn. Mm-hmm. Griffin, you could challenge that. Uh, no, um, that's no, that's. I'm gonna let that one fly. Um, okay. You your travelers' checks get lost in the plane because the TSA stole them, and so you have to sell the plunger for to get money for food. <laughs> it's also a gold plunger. The plunger is gold. I'm sorry. The plunger is gold. <laughs> The plunger was given to you by an old wise man, and it's enchanted, and it saves the day somehow. It's a magic pl- I, My next, Travis, literally my next thing was magic plunger. <laughs> okay, so I think we can all agree on magic plunger. Those two cancel each other out. Um, you oh, were too enough. cheap to get on extreme restraints and buy an actual sex toy, so you'd use the plunger for sex stuff. There's, It's got two... It's got two, two uses. It's got two pleasure ends, so... <laughs> Heads or tails? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Travis. 
<laughs> I want to end on that one. Uh, so you concede. I do concede that you could use a plunger as a sex toy. If you're cheap. But it's not It's not going to be the kind of high quality product you're going to find at extremershades.com. Nope. With a coupon code MIDDLEST. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Helping. Really helping people this week. Really building some bridges, I feel like. <laughs> Out of plungers. Out of oh, that's another one. Oh, God, shit. Travis wins! Travis God wins! damn it. Pulled it out at the last minute. Which, With by a plunger. The way, by the way, <laughs> if you are using the plunger as a sex toy, don't wait until the last minute to pull it out. <laughs> why would, be a great why poster, is that a, con- a poster campaign? Are you afraid of getting pregnant by the plunger? I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Why am I so turned on right now? <laughs> oh, God, I want to end it all. Should we end the show there? Yes. Yeah, we did a great show. Great program. Thanks. I feel good about it. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys so much for, again, for supporting us through the Max Fun Drive. You really are heroes, and we hope that you enjoyed all the bonus content and stuff you got. Um, we if really you donated it. last minute, like if you donated uh, on Sunday, the the bonus content is still available if you're a donor, so it, it doesn't go away. Yeah, so uh, so you can totally treat yourself uh, still. Um, and thank you to people who are Tweeting about the show, uh, the Justin, Cambo Soup, Iggy K, of course, the real Neil Orr, uh, Undodly G. Thomas, Nana Gross, everybody who, who tweets about the show. If you do, make sure you use the NBNB game hashtag and uh, throw a link to our sampler in there. And, and if you never watched it, go check it out. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. So hold on. Wait, what was that again? <laughs> it's bit.ly forward slash mabim. It's mabim bam. Okay. Bit.ly forward slash it's a bit bad. What's the protocol though? What's the what's the it is it is a hypertext transfer <laughs> protocol. So, uh, um, but thank you guys so much for your for your generosity. I want to say a special thanks to everybody who uh, grabbed Justin or I in the hallways of uh, the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center during PAX East this past weekend. Uh, we we had a lot of fun and. Uh, there were so many Mabim Bambinos there showing support, and it was uh, it it made my weekend. So thanks, guys. It it uh I also want to say a very special thank you uh, to Heather, Marion, and Abigail McCauley, who brought us at PAX a signed copy of Warriors <gasps> Into the Wild, the the book about uh uh warrior cats. By Aaron Hunter, signed by Aaron Hunter, to Bramble Pelt. The sing Dope. the signature reads to Bramble Pelt. Meow, happy birthday, Aaron Hunter. <laughs> now wait, they had to tell these fucking champions had to tell Aaron Hunter that the book is for a cat. <laughs> and this is what this cra- that's less weird no, than listen, explaining the that's truth. That's not how it panned out. They asked them her to sign it to Bramble Pelt, and Aaron Hunter. Made the logical leap, as anyone would, that they were getting the book signed for their cat, whose birthday it was. <laughs> hey, Aaron Hunter, you're too deep in the game. You need to back up a little bit. You're oh too deep goodness. in the cat game, my friend. <laughs> uh, I want to say uh, also thanks. This is a very thankful closing segment. Thank you to uh, John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, Into Departure, off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. It really starts the high the the show off with a high energy burst of energy and uh, and and I don't know what we would be without it. We would be nothing. So thank you. I'd also like to thank everybody. Uh, I've noticed a lot on Twitter, and I appreciate this, and I know everyone else on the Max Fun Network does. But seeing someone say like I'm a fan of NBNBAM, and they mentioned throwing shade, so now I'm a fan of throwing shade. Or people saying I love stop podcasting yourself, and they introduced us to my brother, my brother, and me. So if you haven't yet, coming off of uh, the Max Fun Drive is a great time to go check out Judge Don Hodgman, Jordan Jesse Go, Throwing Shade, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Bullseye, all the incredible shows on the Max Fun Network. You guys ready for the closer? Oh, yeah. yes. This final Yahoo was sent in by Lisa Holofield. It was asked by Yahoo Answers user. Oh, it was deleted. So I don't know who asked it, but the question was... How would you dance to I Only Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. 
This has been my brother, my brother, me, kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part.